Hello everyone. It's been a minute. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm joined by Ray. Hello. And uh, you might think that this is uh, an episode of Unscripted Gaming, but uh, not so fast, my friend. This is this is Creed Got Robbed. <laughs> Our podcast title for when we watch a movie and we need a place to, to rant about how it sucked. Um... We and we and this is that space. This is that space. If that's not your cup of tea, <laughs> I suggest <laughs> the poetic opening of the beer in the background. Unsubscribe. <laughs> so, uh, I want to ask you a question, Mike. Uh, fire away, my friend. What is your wish? <laughs> I just made a face. This isn't actually going to be. A video, but I I just made a face at Ray and ooh ah. I just want to know what your wish is. My wish is that I had the two and a half hours that this movie was back. Yeah, let's not bury the lead. We watched. Oh, I guess we should talk about the movie that we're actually talking about. Yeah, uh, we watched we watched the Wonder Woman movie. Everybody, the hot new Wonder Woman movie, and we're gonna talk about it. Wonder Woman, 1984. As long as we can. Uh, we're, this this will not be a two and a half hour podcast. I, I refuse. I will just like, if it hits 151 minutes, I'm just hitting the stop button and we're submitting it live. That, that'll that be the end of it. I think that's, I think that is fair. Can we get that out of the way first? Because in our separate chat, Mike was just aghast at how long this movie was 151 minutes and uh there was a couple days where mike was so aghast that he started sending us movies that are better and shorter (laughs) such as infinity war it's longer than infinity war like okay so uh, I'm just gonna think of a good, a really, a good movie off the top of my head. The Shining. The Shining is is two hours and twenty six minutes. So is it it's really? about it's about four minutes. Let's just say four minutes shorter than uh, Wonder Woman eighty four WW eighty four. Mm-hmm. And mm. uh, mm-hmm. Alien is shorter. Alien is like forty minutes shorter than Wonder Woman. Uh, it is just like okay for reference. Wonder Woman is two hours and thirty five minutes. That's so. It's just like. What's I, the point we're getting at here is if your movie is going to be longer than some of the best films ever made, you better have a lot to say in that two hours and forty some odd minutes. Oh, it's longer. Then Rise of Skywalker, and that move, Rise of Skywalker, desperately needed to be longer. Yeah, it needed to be long to have an attempt of saving itself to be good, which it did not accomplish. But that's a separate podcast. Um, Two of them, which you can listen to. We recorded them last year. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that podcast. It's it's uh, Star Wars is for babies, and that's okay. We're allowed to like baby stuff. Um, and and I guess like that's kind of the first point I I want to make here is just I feel like it, it kind of dovetails into like the rest of my thoughts on the on this movie is that this movie is basically like just like the worst of it is every criticism of the superhero genre that is entirely founded that are all entirely correct they're all too long like all the the third acts always suck because they're just like a gray brown dark cgi slugfest that sucks like Mm -hmm. it is everything it is everything wrong with a superhero movie in in one movie and at first and the first thing it does is thinks of itself so highly that it needs to run for it has 90 minutes of story that it stretches into two and a half hours and that's insane to me I want to say, if you have not seen this movie, full spoilers, but we're not spoiling anything that is worth your time. This is how much... I, I wanted to watch this movie because Mike said... Uh, I had a friend... I have a friend in the separate Discord that said that um, this movie to them was worse 
then Batman versus Superman, and I perked my ears up. I'm like, ooh, Disney shit the bed again? I mean, that Disney DC shit the bed again? <laughs> this must be great. And they were, like, really disappointed by the feminist message behind it. I was like, what? A Wonder Woman movie with a bad feminist message? Now I must see this. This must be trash. And then Mike said, uh, Mike hinted that this was actually worse than Batman vs. Superman. Having now watched it, I can empirically say this movie is actually worse than Batman vs. Superman. Because Batman vs. Superman was yeah. at least entertaining to watch. This Yeah. This was Drek. This was bad. The, there is... Here's how long this movie drags out. And I made a mark of this because I remarked on it out loud while watching the movie. There's a part where you see Wonder Woman near the beginning of the movie, like you do. You know, the superhero introduction mm -hmm. near the beginning. You don't see Wonder Woman. Not D Diana Price. Wonder Woman. You don't see Wonder Woman again until an hour and ten minutes later. That's a that's a whole like feature length film happens to go by by the time you see Wonder Woman again and by the time you do see her again she's in this really bad uh, Egyptian military fight scene that has its own questions uh, to it yeah it's just you know for, well, this is the part where I put in some like epic rant that I have, but like, I'm just not. I'm not even like mad. Oh, I'm, I'm like a, I'm mad. It's I just have to pay like for it. it. It just I feel so hollow, <laughs> and it just like this movie is just. It is the most like microwaved like. I it just like there's so many things to like. So there are a lot of things that I think. That's the the weird thing about this movie is that what I'm sure we'll get into is like there are a lot of things that are just like very typical to the genre that like every hero, superhero movie does and all of them suck at because that's just sure. that's just how they they're just all bad because of that like just that's how superhero movies go and that's just so they all suck because of that mm -hmm. um, but like unique to that there are just some things in this movie that are just so fucking weird. That, like, the, like the the plot, the whole plot about wishing. Yeah, like, and that's something that could like they're interesting ideas, but there's some. It's just like the weirdest thing about this movie is that it just it feels like it is a first draft, like someone wrote a first draft, and then instead of being revised or improved in any way, they were they were like, we have to film every single one of these scenes as written right now. Don't cut anything. <laughs> I I wanted to Go. bring that up. Um, I wanted to bring up some. I have a list. It's very rare. I walk into Create Got Rob with a list of positives and negatives. Yes, this list has list, no folks. This list has no positives on it. I want to let you guys know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare that we walk into a movie up a Creed with positives and negatives. Usually, it's just negative. No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are several Creed Got Rob. Okay, the last Creed Got Rob we did was Uncut Gems, and that was just a love podcast that we just did. Oh, yeah. So I want to hear it. That, that's a great movie. And that's you know, why that's I wanted great, to watch. That's a great movie to Google and figure out how long it is. Let me let me just check real quick. I guarantee it's not two and a half uh, it, it's not two hours and 40 minutes. It can't Uncut be. Gems is two hours and 15 minutes. It does what it needs to do in that two hours and 15 minutes. And it has that, two hours and 15 minutes of story. That's a, that's a tight two hours and 15 minutes. Exactly. That's it a, is a solid two hours a, and 15 minutes. a very dense... This just feels like the like the, the most frosting-filled two and a half hours <laughs> movie. It's like... <sighs> okay, so... Okay, list. sorry. Go ahead. List. First of all, uh, Kirsten Wiig's character, whose name I don't remember, she ends up being the villain Cheetah. Uh, but I forget the name of her character in the movie. I don't care. Um, are The question I ask, are they really pulling the nerdy trope where she gets all ugly and all of a sudden she changes like one outfit and takes off her glasses and all of a sudden she's the hot woman? It's like, are, is that where we're going? Is that is that the sort of level of like basic yeah, Budweiser like... level? 
this um, this plot feels like it's from the 1980s. Is what's yeah, pretty bad. That's the other thing too. That is like so. This movie's called WW84 because it's set in 1984, mm-hmm. and it is something that I'm gonna say here is is I do not expect to say, but it's really weird. I did not expect the Call of Duty campaign to have a more compelling reason to be set in the 80s than this movie. This movie, like, it it's set in the 80s and gets a lot of things, like, fantastically wrong. Like, granted, I was not born in 1984, so take whatever I'm going to say with the biggest grain of salt, but unlike the people that made this movie, I know how to read a history book. Uh, <laughs> like... They go to Egypt at one point in the movie. Oh, yeah, look, look, I want to cover a major plot point that I had a problem with. (laughs) First of all, like, they find a wishing stone, and one of the wishes that Wonder Woman makes is, like, I wish I had my boyfriend back. I have so many problems with that, that, like, 60 years later, she can't let go of this dead flame. Like, you're supposed to be a woman that's, like, fully empowered, and you don't need no man, and you've spent, like... Twice my lifetime so far, pining over what? Did not person? find not not one guy, not one, not one, one. not one, not it's, one other man. It's Steve Trevor no. or no one? Damn woman, come on, girl. She was uh, too busy sitting out World War Two. Uh, oh, oh. So. yeah, that's another thing. She like does nothing with the character of Wonder Woman. She's just like, no, I just. I'm just saying. I, I just didn't see any. Pop in and out every so often, rescue some kids, and then I go about my day working at a museum. It's like, yeah, that's... Superman is a little braver than you are, and he's kind of a jerk. He's 100% of a jerk. Anyway, my problems all start when Steve Trevor comes back, uh, because she wishes him back. One, when she wishes him back, he, like, takes over someone's body as, like... So we just fucked over that person, and oh my gosh, like, later on they have sex. Like, did you just have sex with someone else's body? There's a yeah, lot of like, really fucked up consent it's, things it's going on here. It's just stuff like that, that, that is just so weird. Like, you know, it, for him, it, it would not be a beyond the ornate for him to just, like, kind of, to make him kind of, like, apparate out of something. Like, yeah. that happens with nukes in this movie, as we'll get to. Um... And then, so, I think the, not to, like, jump around a bunch, but, like, mm. so it's weird. So, like you said, like, he comes, he's taken over the spirit somehow of this random other person. Why does, we have no idea, no connection to or anything. Um, Why does the wish work that way? Those wishes don't work that way for any way else. Yeah, it's like, wait, it's not like the it's not like the guy who wished for coffee like it t- his flower on his a flower pot on his desk turned into coffee. By the like, way, that was funny when he like wished for coffee. He was like, "Oh, the coffee's a little hot." That totally reminded me that of Treehouse of Horror. That's one of the best things in the movie. Is it like all a downhill from with, there? Um, Homer ordered the turkey sandwich with the monkey paw. He's like, "The turkey's a little dry." The turkey's a little dry. Oh God! What? <laughs> <laughs> who has cursed me with this beef? thing something like that but that that they could have went with that instead it's I like, know, like no steve but, trevor comes we, back okay and she so loses then the, her like so then the movie happens and then at the end it's like wonder woman it's christmas you know we're enjoying the season and then the guy who steve's was who steve was possessing yeah, we know. do not know this person at all no connection he just comes out of nowhere and it's like, it's really nice out here. Yeah. And she like kind of looks at him. Oh, she's staring a hole in the hem. She may, she looks at it like, mm, mm, she gives him mm. bedroom eyes. And he, yes, and it's just it is so weird. Are we? I'm like, are we supposed to think this is cute or not? Just like reminisce about the ha- the fact that like this is kind of fucked up a little bit. A little bit? No, okay, I'm gonna make it fucked up because people that watched it probably didn't understand how fucked up it was. Here's how fucked up this is, because my mind just goes there. Take everything that happened in that scene and reverse the sexes. Wonder Woman is Wonder Man. He wishes for his girlfriend that he's been pining for for 60 years back. She takes over the body of another of woman. Some other girl. Some like... other random woman that just happens to be single, and she's doing well for herself, and, like, Wonder Man has sex with her repeatedly and goes on adventures. It's like, there's some... 
weird consent boundaries that are not yeah, being like, addressed what, in this what, movie. What they clearly did not think through the ethics of like Steve getting this guy killed. Right, as we, he gets so close to so many times. Like, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's a... I feel like one... I feel like something people are going to say about this movie, I was like, oh, if you turn your brain off, it's it's a fun movie. And I'm like, no. Nope. You, you, if you should be... Movies that are good, like, think about these details and build them into their movie to make them a better movie. Mm-hmm. Like... There's turn and, your brain off and enjoy the lights, and then there's this movie doesn't have a bunch of flashing lights. It's just them talking yeah, for an hour like, and a half. Yeah, and, the, and like nothing. all the and like so it's like they don't even like to turn my brain off is to is for me to just not enjoy the movie. Like that's it, it's like no, they should no fuck you. They should make a better movie. It's <laughs> more interest. It has more interesting dynamics and and more. It has more compelling elements in its script than instead of me just being like oh light I, I want a the, lasso of truth that being said the action in this movie sucks yeah it, it's also not it's like, like well choreographed it's just either. like floaty you know again like I don't like it just to make a kind of fair comparison here like the Marvel movies are also pretty goddamn stupid sometimes but mm-hmm. they don't have just like weird illogical inconsistencies like Kristen Wiig telling someone to stay warm, telling a homeless person no, stay warm, and then Trevor five minutes later being like, "Oh, there are fireworks because it's the Fourth of July," Just in Washington like, D.C. We're in Washington D.C., which is like a swamp, hell, a hellish swamp during the summer. <laughs> like it is. It, yeah, why it, was he wearing like a coat at night? It's just, it's just like weird stuff like that. And going back to my earlier point, I'm jumping around all over the place. I'm sorry, but like, it's fine. The, like the action in it, I will say like there's some, there's some pretty rough action in the MCU sometimes, but I feel like Civil War, Winter Soldier are that's what the that's what the Wonder Woman movie should the Wonder Woman action sequences should be feel like Captain American sequences. Like, yeah, they, they he cap like they did a really good job. I think like uh, giving Captain America like physicality. So, like, when he, you know, is, like, whipping the shield or, like, does some, like, crazy flip kick to, like, KO Spider-Man in the airport, like, there's a physicality to it that they really, I have a, have a, okay, favorite example, actually, like, okay, when he's chasing after Bucky and he he turns a corner and, like, he's turned, he turns so hard that he, like, like crashes and he cracks the drywall with the shield when he's like making a sharp yeah, turn. Yeah. Like stuff like that. That That's is good cool shit. as shit. It like it grounds him. It lets you know that this guy is like really fast and strong and they just don't do that at all in this movie. So Wonder Woman just feels like like really like she's like as light as a feather, but like mm-hmm. it just it it does it and it's not like who she really is as a character. You know what I mean? Like speaking of character that first 10 minutes of the movie, let's just g- pretend we're the editors. You could cut that whole first 10 minutes where they're in the Oli- the yeah. like, uh, Amazonian Olympics, the Themyscira Olympics. That entire thing didn't need to exist. That was all a waste of time. It, yeah, it, and it all leads up to like a message at the like, end of it. Like, it's a really, really like... It's a really long sequence to just make one like kind of like the one the, like one one parentheses o n e thing that you draw from that sequence like there's no setup of like maybe that could have been maybe a good way to like kind of build on that would like maybe set up like the stone maybe set up the like this deity that who was responsible for it. like get like make something if you're gonna invest like a solid 15 minutes into the sequence into something that is directly contradicted by the first Wonder Woman film because apparently she wasn't trained as a child, but apparently she was. Um, is that true? Yeah, in the first Wonder Woman movie, they're like, we didn't train her as a child. And then oh. here she is, like, fucking doing ninja, you know, Amer- American Ninja Warrior courses. Um, okay, so... Uh, all right, it doesn't like, shock If you're going to do that, like, make that screen time worth it and not, like... It's just if that's all they were gonna do, it's it's bloated. Ugh, it's just it's absolutely. So uh, 
I wanted to get uh, back to Steve Trevor because one, yes, I actually, sorry. I actually liked Steve Trevor in the movie. Like I, he's great. I'll watch anything with Chris Pine in it. I don't care. What Chris says. Pine is one of the best. Is I, I, he might be the best Chris. He might be the best Chris. He might be the best Chris. You, you, I don't like, know. You were just talking about Chris Evans, and I won't Chris have you Evans, bad mouth. It's Chris like what, it's like one A one B for me. Okay. All right. Sometimes Chris, it's it depends on the day. If you ask, what one where you catch me? But like, um, but he he has like he he's the like one of the few saving graces here. Like when they see the big airplane, and he's like, "Look at the gams on that girl," and oh, it's just like, "Okay." You, That's the you brought funniest. it up. I have to get into the airplane. I have to get into that entire 15-minute sequence. Okay, break, break it down. Okay, first of all, uh, Diana Prince, Wonder Woman, she works at the Smithsonian. Fine, whatever. Her She keycard badges into, like, a government airport, um, maybe an airfield, like a military airfield, and they're looking for a plane to fly to Egypt. Let's start with how many problems you have with, like, I'm a museum court... Uh, was that curator? Curator for the government. Yeah. Thus, I have access to everything involved with the federal government. No, that's not how that works, even to start. Number two, when they bring him onto the airfield and he brings up the GAMS message, they're looking at like an F 11 aardvark. They're like, yeah, we'll just take this plane all the way to e Egypt. You can't take a military combat plane across the world when it's that small. It, it won't have the range. That, that kind of like, that like set me on the edge and. Then I was like, okay, maybe, maybe they will, and Diana knows how to fly it. No. Steve says, don't worry. I used to fly planes during World War One. I. I can fly this combat jet from 1960. <laughs> and he just starts flipping all the switches and turns it on and gets it ready and starts, like, flying it. Like, he's been flying it for yeah, years. Yeah, like, I believe, like you said, he's... He, 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 I remember you remarked, no offense to Steve, but he did not fly a plane. He flew a lawnmower with wings. Yeah, that was the last thing he flew! <laughs> The last thing he flew was, like, invented for that war, and the concept of flight was, like, three years old. How dare you hop into, like, a jet? <laughs> and that's it! I'm gonna take this to Egypt! I got this shit! I cannot believe anyone would think... Also, I just had so many issues with the Steve Trevor, like, fish-out-of-water thing, because all they did was take the first movie of Wonder Woman being fish-out-of-water, and they just reversed the roles, but they made it longer and shittier and made Steve even yeah, dumber it, for it. Yeah, and, like, I, I think he's got some good, like, fun lines, but... here and there, but he... Uh, when they fly the... I just... Mm. When they fly the jet through fireworks, and Steve is like, what's that? And she's like, oh, it's the 4th of July. These are fireworks. And Steve's like, whoa. Like, you're telling You've never you seen fireworks before. Fireworks have been around for literally thousands of years. You've seen them at least once. And also, you've been to war. You know what explosions look like. As a matter of fact, we could go watch the last movie and see you setting off bombs. <laughs> like you, he fought the god Ares, firing explosion. Uh, mm. Okay, Ray. Uh, nope, nope. I, I have to go on. There's more. There's even more. Got it. You, you're. You, you got to do it. How did how did they land in Egypt? Where did they land a a U.S. military combat plane? In Egypt, how did okay? There's a scene where they're fighting in Egypt on the uh, on those military vehicles, those ATVs. Yeah. Uh, Steve gets dragged into one, and then Wonder Woman looks behind him, uh, behind her, and sees that Steve's has taken over the car. You're telling me Steve Trevor, with like nothing on him, took out a combat vehicle full of armed, uniformed soldiers in seconds? How? Why? And now he's yeah, just driving the vehicle. It's just like, and like, I, I want to make it clear that I, I don't think we're being like, why is there space? Why is there sound in Star Wars movies? And there, if there are no, space, it's there death by a thousand sound. cuts. Like, like exactly. Like we're not people who are usually like, I think this like unfairly pedantic about, like, you know, things in movies that that they overlook to make the movie work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I really am, am pretty, I like to think I'm pretty willing to, you know, give a benefit of the doubt on stuff like that. Cause if you tell a, if you tell a good story, well, 
you get a pass for things like that. Sure. Like, that's, like no one's gonna dock Star Wars for like accuracy because who gives a shit? It's a great story. Like, what first do you Star want? Star Wars or something like that. Yeah, like the first. Yeah, Star sure. Wars. Yeah. But like, uh, there are just so many things that. This movie, this movie does that are just like weird like that. It just it's kind of like another example it's gonna sound this... mean, but like it just kind of it's the kind of stuff that makes you think like they just didn't care. No, like they just wrote they like like someone watched this watched this and may have noted all these things, but they just didn't bother to either either didn't think it was a problem or knew it was and didn't care. Either way, it leads to the movie just feeling weird. The, that whole jet sequence was just a setup just so they can establish that they turned that F-11 aardvark into the invisible jet because Wonder Woman in the last 60 years has like been learning how to just make stuff invisible and so she said the last time I yeah. made something invisible it was a coffee cup and I lost it forever it's like that's kind of fun but yeah and it's just like weird because she starts saying it yeah. And then, and it's not something that is like set up earlier in the movie. No, it she's just like, comes out of fucking she's nowhere. Like, it's like if you don't know, it, they only do it because it's like a referential. Like everyone knows, like Wonder Woman, Invisible Jet is like a thing people know. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's no, it's like like there's no payoff. There's no like real payoff of it being the thing because no one's like, wow, the Invisible Jet. Oh my god, like because. It's not like there's no setup or build up to it. Like we don't see her like use the ability earlier in the movie and like may, instead of telling us about the coffee cup thing, show us the coffee cup. Like mm-hmm. stuff like that that is just like what? It's Imagine weird. if you're watching Captain America, the first Avenger, the first Captain America, <clears throat> and he's in World War Two in that scene, one of the scenes he's in World War Two, and his shield starts deflecting like high-caliber bullets, and he says to Bucky, don't worry, my shield can deflect bullets because it's made of vibranium. And it's like, I'm sorry, what? No, the movie would be so shitty if he just said that to you, as opposed to the build-up where they showed much earlier why they have the shield, where'd they get it, where'd they get the vibranium, why he painted it with a star on it. It's that sort of, yeah, like... like, why we know it's bulletproof. Yeah, like, yes. Stuff be- like that. Because like, Agent Carter shot at it to prove it was bulletproof. Because Shit, she had like, reasoned, because she was mad. Like, it's just stuff like that that they just... Uh, you brought up something that I didn't even think about. When Wonder Woman in the movie learns to fly, it's because she, like, renounced her wish. We haven't even talked about, like, the plot of the the wishing, the monkey's paw dreamstone. Um, when she renounces her wish and Steve Trevor disappears and she's like, now I have my powers back. Like, I'm fully powered and... Yeah. Lasso's onto a clock tower. Yeah! And now she's just, like, in the air. And she remembers what Steve says about how easy it is to fly a plane. You're like, you just glide on Winker. She's like, oh, what she's if like, I just now. did that as a human? and Or whatever she is. God, demigod. And she just does it. She just flies now. From now on, she can fly. And she's like, ah, oh, now I can lasso on to jets which I was commenting like how long is that lasso it's as long as it needs to be apparently because she's like near ground level and lassos onto a a low flying jet and then lassos onto lightning bolts and then she's like oh wait I forgot the magic armor I need to go back to my apartment like three blocks away from where I I was running they they tried to set up that magic armor they set up like it's it's so powerful, defended against the armies of man, so the Themyscarans can escape. And then she gets into one battle with Cheetah, and Cheetah just starts ripping it to shreds. And it's like, all right, it's not that great. God damn! Yeah, like that's the thing is just like I've said this a million times already, but there's just like setup for that stuff is like they've kind of been building to this armor. It's in the poster, so I'm like, okay, this they're gonna do some cool stuff with this. Like, and no, like nothing cool happens with it. Like, no, no like cool flying sequence. No, like she doesn't like fuck like fuck up all the dudes in a cool way with it. Like, she, I mean, she... compare it to like compare. You know, if we're talking about movies that are two and a half hours, two hours and forty minutes, like, yeah. Compared to like Thor's entrance into Wakanda, like it 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 is not. It should have felt something like if they're gonna if it's gonna be as like that's what a good build up and payoff is. Is like yeah, he Thor sends this entire movie chasing this hammer and then finally shows up at the right time with like 
with the thing. Yeah. And it's like a really exciting moment. And and this this movie just is I guess try it, it does a lot of like this is important because we it we said it is. And then they just don't show you how like you don't actually get the payoff for it being cool as hell. Like the post like the poster and I think like my I know we still have more to talk about, but like mm-hmm. My takeaway is that if the poster and the trailer for the movie are be- combined are better than your movie, uh, your movie sucks. Yes. The poster is exciting looking. Like that would be a cool like It's a great piece. poster. Yeah. It's it's like it's got all those really cool colors that are fucking not in the movie at all. No. Like they, no. they the marketing is very good. They wanted you to think this is a, a, a Thor Ragnarok type thing, and it is not at all in the slightest. No. <laughs> oh God, no, no, no. Where, where's your no. Jeff Goldblum? Hmm. I I love Jeff Goldblum. Long time listeners of the podcast might know that. Uh, she does use. I guess the armor is electric proof because how she defeats Cheetah is like a live wire gets caught into the water that they're fighting in. And it shocks and almost kills Cheetah, but it does nothing to her. Like I, I want to know where. Like again, yeah. Like I was just like, isn't this gonna kill Wonder Woman? And it's like, no. I, and then I was like, oh, I'm, I'm stupid for thinking. (laughs) Like that's my, I'm stupid for that. I'm sorry. Uh, Okay, now I got to talk about Cheetah, Kristen Wiig's character, Max Lord, the main villain. He, he just wants to be powerful he wants and he finds out some way to get like the stone the dreamstone by the way i mm-hmm. didn't know it was called the dreamstone they don't call it that and i don't think i might be wrong but i had to look up the wiki to see what that damn thing that damn rock is yeah in the movie they call it rocky mcwish face it's basically it's a monkey's paw that's all it is you make a wish yeah. and then it makes something else go bad like you wish for a cup of coffee and the coffee's a little too hot which, by the way, Again, that's like one of the, the the funniest thing in the entire movie. Is that, like, that's oh, so coffee. sad. Yeah, how hot? Like, it's really funny. Compared to everything else that's written, I bet an intern wrote that and said, "Wouldn't this be kind of fun just to show off the wish?" And someone said, "Yeah, I guess, kid." Ends up being like the best line in the movie. Yeah. Whoops! They accidentally wrote the best the best joke in the entire movie. But everyone else is like wishing for stuff because Max Lord like says, "I want to be the Dreamstone." And what was his negative monkey's paw of that? Like, it, it's supposed to, like, take his life force every time someone grants a wish. But it there's seems zero like payoff for that. Like, like, he doesn't die. He actually convinces the... Uh, the plot contrivances to get there. He convinces the entire world to, like, make a wish on him. And it's supposed to be taking his life force, but I guess they forgot that plot point because all it does is make him so powerful that Wonder Woman can't even punch him to stop him when he's about to... What, what is he about to do at the end of the movie? Mike, help me. What is he doing? He's just like in in this glowing golden light. And Wonder Woman's like, no, stop. And I'm like, what, what's going to happen? Is something bad going to go down? That is a great question. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of the quickest. So, because Ch- Chitara wanted to stop Wonder Woman because she wanted to. She wanted Let to be... Max. She didn't want to renounce her wish. Okay. Max okay. Just wanted to, I think, get more wish power to infinity because he liked wish power. I think that's kind of all we have to go off of. They never establish what happens if he gets everyone in the world to wish on him. I, I guess he gets more powerful, but then, but then what? To what end? Like what? What is it you trying to? Maybe he's trying to save the world, Wonder Woman. Maybe you're the dick. I don't know. Like it's kind of it's again like it's just like hard to even talk about some of the the other things that we usually talk about about a movie, whether we like it or hate it. Like because there's so many just plot contrivances. Like it's hard to even talk about like the story decisions, just because like the structure of the story itself is so just all over the place that it's like. I can't even begin to assess the quality of what is here because it's the structure is so laborious and in the way. And that like, I don't know whose fault it is that I don't give a hoot what's happening in the third act. You know what I mean? Like I got a major, I'm not not liking it, but I can't, I couldn't tell you why. 
So remember when uh, Kristen Wiig's character says, I want to be like Diana, and she starts slowly like turning into and having the powers of Wonder Woman, which is yeah. fine. <clears throat> remember in the uh, Marine One, I think it is, the presidential helicopter. Yeah, he gets into the president's office in White House, and that's a whole awful, awful, terrible scene. Oh, we got to talk about this final sequence, too. Oh, my God. Okay, we, we will. Ew, gross. But on, on Marine One... Uh, she says, well, I want to be a predator, but I already used my wish. They bring up like you only get one wish. They go out of their way, and she says, I already used my one wish. And Max Lord says, well, I'm feeling very generous right now, so you can go ahead and make another wish. It's like, back up. You spent the last half hour of this movie saying, I need more wishes. You, make another yeah. wish. I wish yeah, for the copy. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like He Damn. couldn't wish off of, like, because other people couldn't wish off uh, like that's the thing is like that's what the whole point of like he needed other people to make wishes because but he, he gave cheetah two wishes he just said you have two wishes exactly it's like so i'm assuming like it's just there's we it, they don't really give what's well, like they kind of establish the mechanics of how it works but then they just change it and kind of go eh who cares yeah. It's like, we need her to ter look like a CGI dumb thing in the third act, so that's what's going to happen. Instead of how she looked in right she, then, which was great and fine. She looked like the character from Cats. One of the Cats Yeah, characters. it's just, oh, why, you went full Cats. Why'd you do it, man? They you did! Have to do they that. did! Wow! <laughs> She's, it's just Kristen Wiig naked in the cat suit. Are, are you, you guys don't see it, but Micah's scratching his head like a cat. Yeah. Uh, I think this ending is particularly hilarious because it's, uh, it's so rough to cause, watch. Like, because, like, there's a guy. It's so cringe. <laughs> like, there, there's a guy with, like, goofy hair standing behind the presidential, like, like White House podium mm. being like, I can give you what you want. Just ask for it, and I will give it to you. Mm -hmm. I will give you what you want. It's me. I am what you want. And you're just like, man, is this going to be a thing? And then the movie's like, oh, it's definitely going to be a thing. It absolutely is. Not even then, burying uh, the lead. And and just like he when he's like yes give me all of your powers i love this yes thank you everyone you're the most beautiful i love it <laughs> and then wonder woman looks no joke fucking looks directly into the camera and is like mm. you don't actually want your dreams to come true wishing for thing one wishing for things is bad tell the truth and like R she's like fucking dead eye in right into the camera while mm -hmm. this is happening, and I'm just I I was I was like I cannot fucking believe this. I actually this paused the movie to make a comment on like her eyeshadow and liner is on point. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, it's great. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. But, but they like, did her makeup well. And then like and then Wonder Woman turns every TV in the world from Fox News to MSNBC. And that's how she saves the day. She. That's basically what happened. What that's what the movie is saying happens, and it, I could not fucking believe it. Th there were two so rules. Funny. There were two rules they broke with the Dreamstone. That as I was watching this, I'm like, did you guys forget to read what your own story is about? One, you have to either be touching the Dreamstone to make your wish, uh, and. He was broadcasting on a TV to them, and they make a point in the movie to say, uh, when he's trying to steal that uh, particle beam technology from the president, he's like, yeah, it takes over all viewing screens in the world, TV or otherwise, and makes it so that uh, it's beaming to them, and we can reach out and touch people. And he, Max was like, oh, are, you mean I could touch everyone in the world? And the president's like, well, no, not really. And he says, close enough. And then he walks off, and it's like, I if it's I like, <laughs> if I if I use this tech, I can reach out and touch people and make them grant wishes. And it's like, no, that's that's not how that works. That you you've explicitly said that's not how that works. If the photons of light touching like the stone, whether the stone's a human or a rock work, why can't I just constantly look at the rock at any given time and make a wish exactly. and then it come like, true? Just what? 
Like even just you could just use the like this is the kind of this is the kind of stuff that like it's just so weird like why can't I mean because they make the point they make the point of him they make they focus so hard on like he needs the physical connection yes that that is what does it and like you know like when he becomes when he becomes a stone like maybe they can make it to like maybe just if they can find out like oh the sound of like anyone who can hear my voice can could make a wish and I would be able to if I can you know Maybe That's something so just, absurd. Just something like just some kind of like can I mean they he it is literally hand waved in the movie. Oh, even, like they don't. I got a bigger hand wave for you. Yeah, go for when it. he convinces everyone, listen to me, uh, put your faith in me and make your wish. And so you have I brought this up to you like uh earlier like after I watched the movie when he convinces everyone to make their wish and you the only thing you see and the only thing they show is like completely selfish wishes like I wish you were dead or like I wish this person would go back to their own country. I wish all the wish damn Irish were out of England. I ugh, I, I that was so which lame. is which is cool. <laughs> that's a kind of that's a thing. That's yeah. the thing they put in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would go back to your own country. He's all right. Well, it's like, whatever. oh, it's really interesting that I didn't do it. Make a movie about like you know the '80s and like American Americans allies in the '80s. Oh wait, it's people doing uh, people with death squads. Oh wait, that's not family friendly. Whoopsie. Oh no. <laughs> you do see a bunch of Irish people get like assailed by the police to get people in green shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird and dumb and oh fuck that. But it, you only see the selfish wishes. So I was talking with you about this, and I'm now say it to the podcast world. What about the people with like super unselfish wishes? Like, man, I don't care what happens to me. I just want like, I I, I want this person that's like suffering with cancer to be better. Like, I want their cancer gone. And Wonder Woman like staring at the camera, re- <sighs> reveal your truth. It's like you're a bad person for wanting that. And it's like, that person is not going to renounce their wish. You you can't depend on everyone in the world giving the selfish opportunity to make a wish to then renounce it because you asked them nicely. No! Even the most selfish fucking person is going to be like, uh, I don't know, what's the highest number I know in the top of my head, the person? I don't know, five billion dollars. I give me five billion dollars. Wonder Woman, you don't really want that. Yes, I do. I, I actually want that. You, I'm not renouncing this wish. Fuck yeah, the world. Or like, <laughs> you know, again, like, what if I wish for a world where, like, we treat humans with life with dignity and to, and insert my dream world that you people can probably put together because you're smart. Mm-hmm. Um, like, why can't I just wish for that? And when Wonder Woman is like, no, but that's not the truth. I'm like what if we can change truth it's just like the most like wet fart of a (laughs) of like a third act wow this is so powerful it's like it's like a reverse spirit bomb it's like it's like a it's like a it's a it's like a nag bomb like i need everyone in the world to nag themselves and be like no better things aren't possible you're right thank you wonder yes honey this is it's the, it's the Wojak yes honey bomb. Oh. <laughs> That's what she used to defeat. It's Pascal. four p.m. It's time to renounce your wish. Yes honey. Yes Wonder Woman. Um, this is a this, this isn't a plot hole. This is a plot contrivance. It could be a plot hole if you wanted to. Remember how the president said, "I wish for more nuclear weapons in Russia," and that all of a sudden like causes World War Three because Russia says, oh no, they have more nukes than us. Launch our nukes at them. Like, what? What? Why? Why? What the fuck is going on? I like, have to pause the movie and I'm like, what the hell is going on? We've always had more nukes than Russia. They would never just say, active war. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck the world. But, 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 that aside, they, you, you see Russia launch all of their nukes, and you see the U.S. say, well, we have to retaliate and launch all of our nukes. Like, I guess? I don't know. And you see, like, when they're renouncing all their wishes and the president renounces his wish, you see all the American nukes, like, decay and dissipate. Those Russian nukes are still in flight. Those weren't part of anyone's wish. 
Yeah, they just fired those bad boys. They have to, you, you, you ended the that's world. A great, that's a great point. Like, <laughs> they just can't. That's I hadn't thought about that. Like, I, I, I guess I, we're, I guess like we're just supposed to assume that's their that was their wish, but they didn't wish. They just launched what they had. Yes. It was the Cold War, baby. They, Presumably, will... a movie very explicitly set during the eighties would make a would understand that, but. It, it, it would make a note that if Russia, like, went to DEFCOM 1 or 0, I guess, since the nukes are in the air, and they're flying, like, you need a plot point to say those aren't in the air anymore. You, you showed the American ones, you didn't show the Russian ones. Like, give me, like, I feel like there's so many things in this movie, you know, not that this movie needs any more time. <laughs> it needs zero more minutes but perhaps some minutes that they could cut could be minutes go of like you know maybe maybe uh maybe the president calling you know mr gorbachev or whoever like just to be like you know i i renounced my wish i've made a mistake terminate your missiles or something like you can't it's like you need you need something apocalyptic to happen to stop russia launching all of its nukes at the u.s i mean that's the thing is it just feels like they just didn't think about that at all and just kind of expect us to go oh yeah sure like whatever no but i I also think like a that's you know you don't get to you don't get to say don't pay attention to pay attention to this but not that that's not how it works. Mm-mm. And two, the movie on its own, aside from all of that, is still bad. It's not good. It, the action it's... is not good. Like the like the chemistry between Gal and Steve is like was it's forced. Chris, it's it's way better in the first movie. Like it's just like none of the other stuff. None of the stuff that you want me to actually pay attention to carries this movie at all Mm -mm. it's wild I uh I was hoping this would be a bad movie I'm baffled they released it like this like how how is this possible it got delayed several times this was after the delays this they they post screened this movie and said good enough put this out there like it's I mean I've said this a million times but like like a lot of other movies have similar problems like you know dumb just dumb shit everywhere mm-hmm. but just some of the some of the things happening in this movie are, are just like so weird on a fundamental just how you tell a story level that I just I it blows my mind I, I I'm very su- I'm also very surprised about the I feel like the reviews I read were like it's a little weird, but we kind of need this movie right now. And I'm like, no, I need a good movie right now. I don't yeah. need a bad one. I, I, uh-uh. I've i been cooped up in home for, what has it been? Damn near a year. So let's say we've all been cooped up in home nine months. That's not carte blanche's ex- excuse to just really shit. Like, I, I am burdened with enough good quality movies. That's why I wanted to watch this one, actually, because I heard it was shit, and I was not disappointed. Oh, man, is this a piece of trash. Uh, I think the biggest disappointment that you brought up to me, Mike, was that the director is Patty Jenkins, who's also going to be the director of the new uh, Rogue Squadron movie, and now I've lost all faith of that movie. Like, 100%. It's in the toilet. I don't even want to watch it. Can't see Disney Plus. We're done. We're done here. If she can't... No, no. Hear me out. If she can't respect the avionics of, like, jets have limits of where they can fly, and maybe someone from World War One doesn't know how to fly a Korea War airplane just by looking at it, I think she might suck at making uh, a quality movie about flying, like, space planes. She might be probably really bad at that yeah you know I, I'm not I don't want to backseat direct or anything but no. again I just I'm wonder, judging this strictly on the quality of the films there, I've there are just a lot of a lot of this movie raises a lot of questions about DC and Warner Brothers ability to make a movie in general <laughs> that I did not have after watching Aquaman 
which is also a dumb movie. But it's a dumb it. movie that doesn't ha- make you wonder if they under- if they went to film school or not. Really? Like Aqu- oh, Aquaman is a vastly superior movie to this one. Oh, okay. I mean, that's Aquaman's not saying a lot. Because Aquaman has, like, a story structure that makes sense. Doesn't have, like, weird... Doesn't make you think about, like, the weird ethics of, like, this thing that the movie just kind of wants you to to laugh off. I mean, not even, like, laugh off. They just don't engage with it, at, at, at like, at all, really. Would you say worth a watch? I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's worth a watch. Like, you know, Birds of Prey is... A, Birds of Prey has, like, is, like, an okay movie, but has like is saved by some good jokes and some really good fight scenes. Like oh, no. the fight scenes are there are really great in uh Birds of Prey. Like Birds of Prey has like the physicality and weight that I I that a superhero movie should have. That is completely absent from this one. I I just looked up that Aquaman is 2 hours and 23 minutes long. I don't know if I can do this again. That is so long. Why yeah, see, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say that, that movie shouldn't be. That should be a shorter movie, but it also. Let's just say the, the third act of that movie is nuts and dumb in a way that it should be, and the in a way that this and like it had what like. Mm, Aquaman is a movie that's better than its trailer and its posters. Really? Yes. Okay. I mean, okay. I mean, I I hope. And this movie is not. And I think that's all. I think that's all I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> I I have nothing else to say about this movie besides that. Uh, I regret the fifteen dollars to reopen my HBO Max subscription to watch it. <laughs> uh, well, I can give you. Well, you know, watch Aquaman while you got it. I guess. Oh my it's gosh, this movie made over a billion dollars in the box office. Okay, it must be decent. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty solid. Okay. I think one of my uh hold on. Let me just I'm just gonna double check something real real quick here just to be sure that this is a... Uh... I wanna I wanna make sure this is this is uh but yeah, it's got a great cast. Patrick Wilson Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe. You're gonna do my man Jason Momoa like that. Huh? Tamara Morrison, Julie Andrews is in this movie. Like, okay, that's the funniest thing about Aquaman is that what? Julie Andrews is in Aquaman, but she is not very pointedly so in uh like the Mary Poppins sequel that they made that mm-hmm. came out at the exact same time as Aquaman which is very fucking funny to me it, is there a Mary Poppins sequel yes it What's stars it it's uh, uh uh Emily Blunt and Lynn Manuel Miranda oh my gosh there's a movie called Mary Poppins Returns jeez i've yeah. been sleeping on it's that it's everyone's fa- it start yeah it's the guy from uh, everyone's favorite um of, of adventures uh, 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 Hamilton he's in the movie I will watch Hamilton which I haven't watched yet before I watch Mary Poppins Returns I think Hamilton's okay it's alright ooh scathing take <laughs> I know well I, I haven't watched it yet I have no opinion it's either okay. way it's uh, propaganda it, but you know I, I can think of uh, ending but on yes, this you, now, of, we should now you should watch Aquaman and then we should do a Creed Got Robbed super delayed release edition of Why Aquaman is Good. It's not that good. Palm On a breaks. scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? Uh, It's a solid... It's a, it's a 6.9. What would you give Wonder Woman? Uh, Wonder Woman 84 is, is like getting like a, a 4. <laughs> 4 four it's getting a four if i was to okay be maybe so- this aquaman is a strong three out of five strong three out of five okay like like all right all right it's almost four but it's still three okay all right i i it's worth <sighs> a watch if you've already paid the 15 dollars <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, I I would give uh, Wonder Woman, having watched it just a couple days ago, I give it a solid. Uh, if I was to give it a rating review, one out of five. Uh, I was pining for that movie to be over. <laughs> That's a Chris Pine joke right there. <laughs> I <laughs> look at those gams. I I I lost my shit at scenes constantly where it was very clear they did not talk to anyone in the military to get certain scenes to get going and that's shit I just can't help but know this and I'm so sorry. You know, if anything I should Ray, let me send you some articles about how much the DOD loves to talk to Hollywood and uh, especially about superhero movies in particular. I'm sure they um, talk to them a lot. You know, let me okay, just just parting uh this is something I saw on Twitter the other day, but uh someone uh wrote a paper about like uh oh no. Um about uh let me find oh this is really exciting podcast content here. Um but someone uh Okay, so not just military things. Also uh I want to note I couldn't get the plot like of the movie like I was trying to watch this I watched this movie in the comfort of my own home wasn't even like that inebriated there was a couple shots of whiskey I was really disappointed uh, so disappointed that we created a drinking game into when the first time you see Wonder Woman how many times are they going to show an upskirt shot by the way the answer to that in the first 10 minutes is uh, first yeah first 10 minutes is like 4 or 5 they show upskirt shots of uh, Wonder Woman I thought this is this is obscene. Uh, this isn't the title. And then there were many times when watching the movie, I was wondering, like, who is the audience for this movie? It's not me. I said to Mike while I was watching it, like, I have Justice League comics on my bookshelf right now. I know how Wonder Woman is supposed to be portrayed. This is not it. I, I'm not the audience for this movie. There, there's no way they thought, like, people that like Wonder Woman will like this movie. Like, no. No. That's, that's what it feels like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, but last point here to what I was saying earlier, Ray. So, uh, Twitter user Peter J. Bruno, uh, they uh, wrote their master's thesis on the intersect between post-9-11 superhero movies and American Empire, and uh, it's been downloaded, um, presumably for reading and commercial use, uh, by someone at Halliburton uh, over 75 times. <laughs> I so absolutely believe that. I just, I just, just you know, I know There's you have doubt in my you mind. have qualms about the military accuracy of fuel the the fuel status of planes at the Smithsonian, but they are very. But these companies are absolutely talking to the military. No, they wanted to talk to them. I guarantee they wanted to talk, but they probably just hand waved it. And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. There's a constantly fully fueled twin seat bomber sitting at the Smithsonian at any given moment to take off. That's a, that's just American readiness, baby. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the real secret is that we are always at DefCon One. We. <laughs> you never have to go to DefCon One if you're always at DefCon One. That's the true secret of American readiness. Someone's finger is always circling the button, just ready, yeah. waiting for the order. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I, I, I... We should wrap it up. Yeah. 100%. Mike, I didn't... Uh, I don't have I'm a super I clever tagline for no. how I was going to end this. I was going to try and get it in one final dunk. Uh, I'm, I'm glad I saw this movie. I'm glad I saw it because I'm... I'm glad, glad I watched it, too. I think it is a really... Like, Again, like kind of like I said, there are a couple of things that are uniquely bad about this movie, but it's also, I think, is just the most tired boilerplate super. It is it in it, everything that makes all superhero movies bad is present in this movie, and then this movie <laughs> goes on top of that with a couple <laughs> extras. I was wondering for a long time. So after you watch Endgame, I think we all collectively as a society decided, I think we might be done with superhero movies because it's going to take a while before someone tops what Endgame built up to, right? And so after yeah. I watched Uncut Gems, I then watched um, Spider-Man, I think it's Far From Home. Yeah. 
And those are two completely different scales of movies. One is this very visual, small, but really well-done, shockingly well-done Adam Sandler movie about gambling and addiction. And another one is just And some... then the other one is a movie for babies. And It's a, it's a Spider-Man movie with Mysterio. Ooh. And... Uh, I, I that was something I needed. Like I think I'm done with superhero movies. I think I'm done. Let's watch Wonder Woman 1984. And it's like, yeah, I'm done. We're done. I will. I don't know when I'm ever gonna see a superhero movie on opening day or opening release ever again. Okay, I was gonna say I was like, well, you still got You're still watching Aquaman. So. I'm still no opening release. Like, yeah, Aquaman is four bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I'll go watch that. I'm not gonna spend like fifteen, twenty plus dollars to see a superhero movie anymore. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a while. Cause I'm done with that boilerplate. Maybe I'm getting older, but yeah. I'm done it, with the it, formula. It really, I, uh, you know, it's not that like genre tropes can't be a thing. If anything, genre tropes I think can be utilized as like storytelling shorthand. You know, mm-hmm. like when you know. It's a trope for like a villain's music to be in like minor key or use like scary tritones or stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. a trope, but people use it because it's effective storytelling shorthand. But it's, I mean, these all of these things are just so like off the mill now that it is. It's just we can't. It's like no, we really are not going to do another decade of this, right? Like really. You can't like that's it. Marvel mm. did it. It's done. Well, everyone else is just like trying, and it's not working. I know. Well, we just need we just need this. The twenty twenty has got to be the decade that Fast and Furious overtakes. We got we got to we got to do it. Like but, those are basically superhero movies at this point, anyway. Bless you, people that love Fast and Furious movies. I Fast and Furious. I haven't seen one since Tokyo Drift. And I think Ray, I'm just I'm just living my life a quarter mile at a time, baby. Oh you know how, my gosh. You know how go. Oh my goodness. But there's a fan base for him. Those movies make like half a billion dollars each release, so yeah, they they're knock sick. It. They're so but, good. Stop it. <laughs> they're good. I believe they're I am, probably I'm a good defender of movies. of Taco Bell movies. AKA, is this a Taco you know, Bell movie? Movie you know, a Taco Taco Bell is not a filet mignon. But no. at the right time and place, it is exactly what you want and is objectively good as hell. What is one that Woman being if said? This is a Taco Bell. It, it hurts all the more when a movie saying "I'm a Taco Bell movie" fucking sucks, <laughs> like this movie, <laughs> and What's not even lower... like a fun way and like the most boring way possible. What's lower than Taco Bell? <laughs> uh boy. Um, think think like someone's. A- I might get some heat for this, but you know, I had some. I can't remember what the the partner is, but it's inside the Hardee's. It's like the Mexican menu. Uh, of of Hardee's. Yeah. Whatever that is. It's delicious, but it will kill you. Okay, I I got it. I got the equivalent. Your partner says, I'm going to bring some Taco Bell home. And you're like, oh, yeah, good. I'm going to have like a gordita or chalupa or some hard tacos. Uh-huh. About to just yeah. throw the fuck uh-huh. down. Yes. And then they're like, uh-huh. they come home. Uh-huh. They don't have Taco Bell. They got the tacos of Jack in the Box. That's what the woman 1984. <laughs> no. We have, we have tacos at home. <laughs> Man, that's an insult to home tacos, though. That's yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like, you would have rather just made some fucking tacos at home than getting tacos from Jack in the Box. When Jack in the Box is talking about yeah, one dollar like, for two just tacos, do yourself, do yourself a favor. Just watch the first Wonder Woman movie, uh, which but, is good. Like, change the color settings on your TV so it looks more like the '80s. I guess I don't know. The first one, I want to get that out of the way. The first Wonder Woman movie that they released in like 2018, something like that, 2017, really good. Like, I'm pretty sure they... Okay, we actually have to end this here soon, but yeah. I'm pretty sure the only reason this movie is set in the 80s is so they could use that New Order song during the trailer. That's like a hundred... The rest of it is just is is just a gimmick. 
I mean, there is the whole like Cold War thing that they don't follow through with. At yeah, all. It, that's just not a, a key to the movie in any real way, though. It, Again, it, like when the no, when not the, really. when the Black Ops campaign has more to do with the setting of the movie. Like, if you're gonna call your movie Wonder Woman '84, mm-hmm. like I guess I assume, being the big dumb stupid person that I am that the movie might have something to say about the themes and dynamics of 80s America. Maybe like having maybe pinning it to more of a maybe it just feels like I know I said we were going to end like five times ago but like one thing I think that this movie really lacks is just like a really kind of core thematic base Mm -hmm. that kind of tie that really kind of ties it all together and I really thought that, like, setting, you know, setting, like, using Maxwell lore, like, this wish dynamic, like, maybe do, maybe have some sort of, like, like, I think a better version of this movie, you know, talks about, like, maybe tries to thematically stab at, a, at like, the excess and, like, the height of American empire of the 80s you're asking so much from this i am asking i know good movies do a lot so we should ask that of them when they if they want to make a good movie like maybe maybe like this you don't even need to make it a whole treats your thing on that like maybe tie more of that like the the fulfillment of every wish you could ever want and then like but like you know and not know that there's a cost to that like maybe have some sort of fabric that really ties that into the setting of what that would what a message like that means when you set it in the 1980s and that is and that and that dynamic is just there like there's that's just not something the movie wants to engage in at all like uh, so it's like it just kind of makes the 80s like setting in my opinion very gimmicky it's pointless like it does it, it's it's for like a couple gags and some cool outfits. Conspiracy theory. This yes. entire movie is a excuse to tell the audience how Wonder Woman learned to fly because she flew in Justice League and she did in, in the first Wonder Woman movie. I'm so tired, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> He's gone, ladies and gentlemen. I can't do it. I'm done. Good night. I that that's my conspiracy theory. I'm sticking with it. Very good. Well, why don't we end it there, Ray? Okay. Uh, thanks for joining me. Uh, and until next time, don't forget that Creed got robbed. <laughs>